in today's show. We're here to look ahead to Tuesday in the NBA. Michael Bolton. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it. Indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am the lead fantasy analyst at BasketballMonster.com and at Yahoo Sports Australia. And you can find me on Twitter as always at RedRock underscore Beeble and on Instagram at Locked On Fantasy Basketball. Thank you for making Locked On Fantasy Basketball your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. We're here to look ahead to Tuesday, the five games. Streaming options. Let's go have a look. First game, Spurs-Raptors. Jakob Pertl revenge game. I want to watch Jakob Pertl because I put him on the buy low show. His minutes have been down. Um, and I want to see those push back up. I want to see him block some shots. They've been down for him as well. Free throws. Yeah, that's just not going to happen for him. We also might get the return of DeJounte Murray in this game. Murray has missed the last four due to COVID protocols. It's unlikely we're going to get Doug McDermott or Lonnie Walker back. Um, but we could get DeJounte back. We could also get Cater Bates-Diop back as well. Um, he is you know, a guy that has was starting in place of DeJounte Murray, foolishly, but he was starting. So we could get him back. But I also want to watch Devin Vassell, who really stepped up last game without McDermott, Walker, and Bates-Diop and Murray. Now, Pop has seemed to have an aversion to starting Vassell. If McDermott and Walker are both out, will we get more Bates-Diop bullshit? Will we get Vassell sticking in that role? I really want to watch how Pop deploys him. While for the Raptors, last game, we did get decent minutes from the wiki Chris Boucher because Gary Trent was in foul trouble. In fact, he fouled out in 20 minutes. So what does Boucher's role look like? He played 21 minutes last game with everyone healthy. He played more minutes than the big tree and the big sneeze, Birch and Achua respectively. So what does his role look like? And then also Scotland Barnes. In his first game back from COVID protocol slash sore knee, he wasn't quite himself. And I've always had a level of doubt on if he can produce at that top 50 level when the team is healthy. So far, he hasn't. We get another data point to see how he looks with a fully healthy team. Uh, hopefully, fingers crossed, for Tuesday. The next game we take a look at, we've got the Grizzlies and the Cleveland Cavaliers. Memphis, bunch of guys in COVID protocols. They are on a back-to-back. They might get Dylan Brooks and DeAnthony Melton back. They've got to be close to their end of isolation period, so they could return on Tuesday. They're out on Monday. They won't have Kyle Anderson, almost uh, almost definitely. They won't have John Conchar. They probably won't have Xavier Tillman. They might not have Zaire Williams, who's been out literally forever, it feels like, with his ankle problem. So Desmond Bain. I guess the Desmond Bain situation is I always want to watch how good he looks, because I love Desmond Bain but how he functions when Brooks and Melton play. And we won't know that until we see them play because we haven't seen them play together very much this season. And then also, if Brooks and Melton and Anderson are out, what does it mean for Tyus Jones? Do they start Tyus Jones? We'll find out against Brooklyn on Monday and we'll see what sort of lineup they go. Or do they go big and put Jackson and Clark next to Adams? That's a possibility too. Well, for the Cavs, injuries are piling up. They might get Darius Garland back. He's listed as questionable, which is sick. 
Love seeing Darius Gunn. I think he's going to have an absolute monster second half of the season. But they are without the Discman, C.D. Arsman. They're without Isaac Okoro for two to three weeks with an elbow sprain. Of course, there's no ravishing Rick Rubio. And Rajan Rondo is not going to be there. He's still doubtful after the trade was expanded into a three-way deal. He's still not ready to go. So who starts at shooting guard? It's going to have to be, I would assume, Lamar Stevens. Maybe they start the panger, Kevin Pangos, next to Darius Garland. Maybe they start Dylan Windler. Maybe they start Brandon Goodwin. I don't know. There's a few options there. But I think it's going to be Lamar Stevens. And he can be at least a stream option there. If, if Garland returns, it's going to be Pangos and Stevens in the backcourt, which is wild. Or maybe it's Brandon Goodwin who gets in there as well. The Knicks, they are hosting the Indiana Pacers. The Pacers, they've got their COVID dramas. No Malcolm Brogdon, no Karis LeVert, no Chris Duarte, Keelan Martin, Jeremy Lamb, Isaiah Jackson, Gogo Badadze. You piled on with TJ Warren and TJ McConnell being out. So they've started in the last couple of games a backcourt that's been Kiefer Sykes and Dwayne Washington Jr. Washington has played 30-plus in the last two games, and he scored all right. I'm watching that. I think that's very interesting. Lisa Streamer for points. Well, Justin Holiday, his usage is up. He hits threes. He gets decent steals, good points. He's a 12-team worthy player for the short term. While for the New York Knickerbockers, Kemba Walker, still out with this knee injury. Hello. Who would have known that a bloke whose knees were made out of Doritos, if you play him for 40 minutes, three straight games, that he might get a sore one? Yeah, I don't know. What a tough... I don't know who saw it coming. No, nobody. I guess it's just one of those things that you just can't plan for. Um, he's missed the last two. This will make it three in a row. They have no Nerlens Noel. They have no Julius Randle. Mitchell Robinson may return early from COVID protocols. There's no Derek Rose. So do they start Juice McBride at point guard once again? I am going to drop a deuce on everybody. Do they start Alec Burks? Alec Burks. Yeah, Burks is very up and down. But this is an opportunity for him to get back to being a 12-team streamer. But this team's just a mess, man. They're just a mess. Obi Toppin's going to have great value. We'll talk about him a little bit later on. The Suns and the Pelicans. This happens all the time. Happened with the Okongwu in Atlanta. Happens now with Jalen Smith. Hey, Josh. What happened with Jackson Hayes in New Orleans? Hey, Josh, do you think Jalen Smith can maintain value when Aiton and McGee come back? Like, no, absolutely not. No way. He literally wasn't playing at all. And if he does come back, what's he going to get? At best, 20 minutes? At best, if they decide to not play Cam Johnson at the four and have him backing up Crowder and taking over from JaVale McGee, who has been excellent all season. But we're going to watch him because McGee probably doesn't play on Tuesday. Aiton and Crowder, they may or may not play. They could return from COVID though. So watching Jalen Smith's role will be interesting and his production. And then Cameron Payne. I just think it's worth giving a mention to Cameron Payne, who's played 20-plus minutes for four straight games. He's one of the best backup, if not the best backup point guards in the entire NBA. He will become an absolute must-roster player if Chris Paul misses any time. And honestly, for now, he's an elite stream option on days like this. And he's been... Remember how shit he used to be? And I used to love him as a player. And then I said, all right, I think he's cooked. And then he played at a summer league that I was there against the, when he played for the Mavericks. I went, all right, this is interesting. And then didn't get into the NBA after that. And then came in for the Suns in the bubble. And he's been dominating as a backup ever since. Great stuff from Cameron Payne. For the Pelicans, it's a back-to-back for them. Um, Herbalife Jones. 
Big minutes without Brandon Ingram. I don't know whether Ingram's going to play on Monday or Tuesday. Herbalife's been putting up big minutes and big block numbers and shooting extraordinarily well. I, I worry for a bubble burst. We'll see if it comes. And then also, um, Jackson Hayes. Because the big fella... Jonas Vassal Inouansas. He's back. He's playing on Monday. So does Hayes get the backup minutes over Billy Hernan Gomez? Do they go back to that combination of Valanciunas and Hayes playing together, which they did a few times, especially if Ingram is out? But again, like the question on Jalen Smith, can Jackson Hayes maintain value? Like almost definitely not with Valanciunas back. But we want to watch it. We want to see what happens. That will take me on to tell you about Truebill because we are loaded up with subscriptions. It's just something that happens. Like you go into subscription overload during COVID. We want shit to do. We're sitting at home and we want things to watch. But sometimes it gets out of hand. Free trials and things that auto renew and you don't keep a track of it. So Truebill's here to help you identify and stop paying for those subscriptions that you don't need, that you don't want, or that you simply forgot about. On average, people save up to $720 a year with Truebill. And because companies make it hard to cancel, Truebill makes it incredibly simple. Just link your accounts and with one tap, Truebill can cancel your unwanted subscriptions. And your Truebill concierge is there when you need them to cancel unwanted subscriptions so you don't have to. Like Matty B, who says, in a matter of seconds, I saved $660 for the year on my direct TV bill. I saved $120 for the year on my Sirius XM bill. And I saved $840 a year on car insurance. Matty B just dominating here. Don't fall for subscription scams. Start cancelling today at truebill.com slash locked on NBA. Go right now. That's truebill.com slash locked on NBA. It could save you thousands a year. Truebill.com slash locked on NBA. Okay, let's look at the Kings and the Lakers. Yes, amazingly. If you are watching on YouTube, you can see this in the thumbnail. Unbelievably. It is Damian Jones time. And to be fair, this guy who was shithouse for most of his career, actually one of the worst players in the NBA, but he's actually playing well and he is a capable backup center. And that is why he is the starting center over Tristan Thompson and Alex Lynn. And Rashawn Holmesy Holmes is out and Jones is going to be worth bloody looking at. I really have been impressed with how he's improved his game. Buddy Heald was excellent last game as well. He played 24, 25, 23, and 26 minutes in the four previous games and then went to 33. Him coming off the bench was a disaster. And we thought, all right, they're really minimal, minim, minimalizing? Minimizing him. And then against the Heat, through the roof, big numbers. So which is it? Is it 25 minutes or is it 33 minutes? Does Alvin Gentry know what he's doing? The answer to that, I know. But where does Hill's value lie? And then on the Lakers... They are committed to going small. We will not see Dwight Howard really at all on this team. And DeAndre Jordan, Jack Armstrong. Get that garbage out of here! Um, they're going to go small. So that means minutes for guards. And Malik Monk's taking advantage. He's a 12-team league must-roster player at the moment, Malik. Big numbers. Like what he's doing. And then Avery Bradley is playing big minutes as well. At least 25 minutes in the last four games. Over 30 in two of them. Now, I don't necessarily think that that's always the best option, but he is playing good minutes, and occasionally he can be a steals-type streamer. Let's take a look at more streaming options with some back-to-backs for Tuesday and Wednesday. We're looking at the Kings, and we're looking at the Pacers. So on the Kings, Damian Jones, great streamer. Marvin Bagley, Chemezi Metu. 
But the Pacers have a ton of options. Torrey Craig, Justin Holiday, O'Shea Brissett, Kiefer Sykes, and Dwayne Washington Jr. There is three starters there. And Craig, who might play starters minutes, that you can stream in for the back-to-back for the Pacers. So don't be afraid to do it. If we're looking at Tuesday options, Obi Toppin, Damian Jones, Emmanuel Quickly, Justin Holiday, Brandon Clark, Torrey Craig, Marvin Bagley, Juice McBride, Taj Gibson. That will increase if Mitch Robinson's out. And Trevor Ariza could be a stream option as well. For deeper formats, Lamar Stevens, he might even push into 12-team stream uh, territory. O'Shea Brissett, Kiefer Sykes, Avery Bradley, Dwayne Washington Jr., Bryn Forbes, Quentin Grimes, Davion Mitchell, Austin Reeves, and Alex Len. And in points leagues, we're looking at Obi Toppin, Devin Vassell, Damian Jones, Malik Monk, Marvin Bagley, Brandon Clark, Justin Holiday, Lamar Stevens, Torrey Craig, and Emmanuel Quickly. That will do it for me today. Don't forget to follow this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and on the Odyssey app. If you're here on YouTube, give it a thumbs up. Leave your comments down below. Share it, subscribe it, tell your friends. Interact in the chat. Say hi. Hey, how's it going? Guys, we are done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.